three Kindle highlights for creators who are making goals. You're at a point where you're saying, hey, I want to I wanna create goals for the next three months, six months, year, whatever. And you're writing them down and you're thinking about how to be the most effective as possible with your time in order to hit these goals. Now, I'm not an expert in goal setting, in writing goals, but these are... These are things that from authors that are experts that talk about uh, how to be efficient and effective with your time that uh, I want to highlight and share with you. That Let's share this episode with a friend. Pick one friend who is a creator who has the dog in them that you think has a lot of potential that is ex- excited to put their ideas and sculpt their ideas in a way that builds an audience, makes money, creates a, 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 a digital brand in some way. Share this with them. Share, with, share this with them to help them also gain clarity clarity on their goal setting process as a creator that would be that would make my day as a creator uh so one this is from the book 10x is easier than 2x these are actually questions that i highlighted what is your 20 percent that if you went all in on you become 10x more valuable and impactful what are the few things that you do and the few people that you work with that produce the most of your excitement and success? What is your 80% that is keeping you grinding away and ultimately a distraction for your biggest future jumps? What is your 20%? Spend the most time as you possibly can in your zone of genius from your unique ability. How can you allocate your time so you're leveraging your strengths as much as possible? If you are successful at someone else's goal is it actually successful if you find success in a goal but that goal that goal was created to make someone else happy is that actual success or is that goal was that goal created to compete with someone else is that actual success i find a lot of people they see what other creators are doing and they say that's the race i want to be in but it's not actually giving them joy giving them energy it's not actually from their natural strengths or and abilities so then they get burnt out and they don't want to continue to uh do those things and uh, and and continue to build that brand. So, what is the twenty percent? What is the twenty percent that if you went all in on, you'd become ten x more valuable and impactful? How do you focus on those? For me, it's hiring an editor. I need an editor for this podcast. I need an editor for these clips, for the bonus footage account, and for the creators our brands account. That would be like I'm a good editor. I'm not a great editor. That's not my zone of genius. Now, if that's your zone of genius and you don't like being on camera and you wanna and you wanna help inspire, connect, uh, 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 bring value and serve creators in a major way, then hit me up. Hit me up, and I'll, I'll I'll send you some content to edit, and and we'll see uh, if you might if we might be a, a good collaborating together. That, that that that's an example. So how can you take that example that my strength is is writing, creating, being on camera? It's not editing, and and that's the eighty percent. I spend eighty. I probably spend more than eighty percent of my time like editing and cutting up clips. I need someone that knows that space uh, much better than me, and it's also their zone of genius, and they love to do it. So. This quote is also from this book. The scariest and most exciting thing you'll ever do is to be your your truest self. Hold nothing back with no apology. Hey, yo, I, I appreciated that quote. So let's get into the next book. Buy back your time. Anyone, and this, this dovetails nicely with the first one, anyone can systematically arrange their work lives so their days maximize time in a zone of creativity. Business owners often try often try doing things themselves because they worry that no one else will do their job as well as them. This may be true, but if even someone does your job at 80% of your capacity, that buys back 100% of your time. 
So if I hire an editor, that buys back 100% of that time for me to be in my zone of genius of writing, creating, connecting, building relationships, things that things that I are my natural strengths and I do the best. You can also consider, so this is actually, I think, a great point too. You can also consider the 10-80-10 rule. Do the first 10% of the work, have someone else handle the next 80%, and then come back to finalize the last 10%. That way, you've played a crucial role in the conceptualization and execution, but you've also carved out a huge chunk of energy and time for yourself. What can you delegate and replace? What can you give ownership to someone else? I think that there's, or what, what can you just eliminate? Like, uh, if 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 it's not in your twenty percent, you know, sometimes you know, obviously we have we have day jobs, we have client work, we have stuff like like I I don't think that you can. Uh, there's there, it's hard to fully optimize and only do. You're gonna have to do some of that eighty percent that that doesn't. It feels more like a. a a chore than an an actual space of of giving you energy and and from your natural strengths. You can improve this. You can iterate it. You can get it to 3070. You can get it to to 4060. You can continue. What can you eliminate or delegate? And, or what can you look at things like, okay, I'll do the, I'll do 10% of that. Let someone else edit 80% of it. And then I'll come in and add like the, the, you know, the last couple edits to, to get this to where I want it to be. Again, that goes with the first one. How can you spend the most time possible in your zone of genius? Because that is going to produce better results. You're going to be a better creator. You're going to serve more people. It's going to be more enjoyable. And it's less likely that you're going to feel burnout with your brand. Getting results the agile way. If this were Friday, so like this is now, now we're the first two are thinking more um, from a standpoint of, of, of direction. Of, of goal, right? Now this is a little bit more tactical. When you're chunking out your weeks and you're writing out your tasks in order to hit those goals, if this were Friday, what are the three most important results I would want to show? What would pain me the most if it weren't done by Friday? Focus on outcomes, not activities or tasks. So, you, you, you think about the outcomes that you want on Friday, then you chunk down the tasks that will help you get to those outcomes. And it's probably like three to five things. And then each day you do three to five things to get you to those outcomes. Like for me, it would be publishing a podcast. That's one of the outcomes I want for this week. Uh, along with that, it'd say three to five clips. So how do I then delegate those three to five clips? Uh, to someone else or or am I going to edit them because I don't have an editor right now what would pain me the most if it weren't done by Friday like for me like I think a, a big thing that would pay me the most if if I didn't work out at all if I didn't get three to five good workouts in so make sure when I'm at, on Monday when you're when you're scheduling out your week make sure that you you write out time for all of those things that if it, if it hit Friday and you didn't do them you'd be like oh like I didn't make the most effective use of my time this week. <laughs> and and look at those three to five things. What are those things that if they would, if you didn't do them by Friday, they would pain you? Um, and maybe that's getting up a YouTube video. Maybe that's, uh, you know, hiring an, an assistant, like, you know, set or setting up. It could just be like setting up five phone calls with other, with brands, you know, something like that. Like by Friday, wh- what are the results that you want? And then chunk down the tasks and activities around that. 
Now this one is from the book Deep Work. I am paraphrasing this, but it's called <laughs> Schedule Time to Be on Social. So most people, and, and, and we need to talk about social because everyone talks about goals and they add things to do on their to-do list to get to these goals. They add uh, you know, time for writing, time for creating, time for connecting, building, all, all of these things. But I think removing things that are going to be distractions are just as important. And the biggest distraction, of course, is social media. We don't have to go into to depth about uh, how much social media is a distraction and why it's a distraction and how they've engineered these apps to, to, to just hijack our brain and make them super addictive. But that, that's, that's just obvious at this point. Now, you need to create a plan to not allow this to be a distraction so you can focus on your zone of genius. Every time that anything is pulling you from your zone of genius, we need to be thinking about how to get this out of our way. When it comes to social, and this is what he talks about in, in Deep Work, most people schedule time to be off. They say, okay, this weekend I'm going to be off social media. So they schedule time to be off. He says you need to schedule time to be on. So the default should be off social media. I am not on this thing. I am not on this tool that is pulling me away from my zone of genius. I am not on this tool that is not even a tool if I'm on it mindlessly. You need to start thinking like a producer and less like a consumer. You need to be the one thinking, I'm putting food on the shelves. I am not the person walking aimlessly through the aisle just buying the stuff with the brightest colors <laughs> and, the, and the most sugar and, and the most palatable. That's what it's like. That's what it's like when we're just scrolling mindlessly. But one of the best strategies, and I've done this successfully around 20% of the time, <laughs> I need to get better. But especially if you're a professional that needs to be on social media, like myself, probably like you, if you're a creator and you're building online, <laughs> if we're just... Uh, if you just let yourself go willy-nilly, the platform is going to outwork you. It, like They've built it in a way where you know if you go on just to check your video that you posted, then you start scrolling a couple of videos. All of a sudden, you're on there for 25 minutes. That pulls you from 25 minutes of focus time. And that happens throughout the day on a consistent basis. So instead of going and just aimlessly checking from time to time, because we know time to time, turns into all the time, schedule time to be online. Schedule specific time throughout the day. Now, it could be, I, I, this is what I would recommend, twice a day for 15 to 30 minutes. You will get your hit. Uh, it, a lot of people say like, oh, like if I'm not on social media, I'm not gonna um, know the trends are. I'm not gonna know what, like, you know, how, how the culture is moving. I'm telling you, if you're on there for 15 to 30 minutes a day, it is more than enough. That's that might even be too much. So I would say, fifteen to thirty minutes is fine. Uh, another rule that you could do is I'm only allowed to go on social media every time I publish something. That's the producer mindset. You publish something, and then for fifteen to thirty minutes after you publish that, then you're online and kind of checking out. You know what are people talking about? What are the trends? But then the rest of the day you log off. You be in full creator mode. You be in full builder mode. That's how you take back control of these apps that have been specifically engineered to hijack our, our brains and to pull us away from our zone of genius. But as a creator, your job is to create systems and structure that set you up to spend the most time 
in your unique abilities. That's all your goals should be around. Your entire goal system should say, how do I spend more time doing the things I'm best at? That's it. If you're going to take one thing away from this video, it's how can I spend more time doing the things that I'm naturally good at and that I naturally enjoy. And number five, this goes nicely with number four. You've heard of the, uh, this from the Hidden Genius book. You've heard of the Whole30 diet, but have you heard of the content diet? People are obsessed about the food that they put in their body, but spend all day at the all-you-can-eat content buffet. According to Polina, the author of the Hidden Genius book, what we may need to consume is a content diet. What you eat is who you are, and what you read is who you become. We often neglect our content diet, the information we feed our brains on a daily basis. Who are you hanging out with? That's what content is. These parasocial relationships, people's ideas, their outlooks, their mindsets. We're becoming what we consume. A large portion of our content is determined by the people whose opinions we value and wor words we absorb. 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 One exercise you can do is a content audit. Look at the books, podcasts, and tweets, and television you consume. These are the people we're hanging out with. These are the conversations you're having. These are the things you are impressing your subconscious mind with. Are they getting you closer to the person you want to be or further? <laughs> I think that's a great question. I want you to look at your feed and be ruthless. Who is actually adding value? And when I say value, not just what they're saying, the topics that we're subscribing to, the people's outlooks that we're looking to. Cynicism is contagious. <laughs> All of these conversations, you know, if you're around a negative person for 10 minutes, like you start to feel that. And that's the same thing with our content. You need to be ruthless. Mute people. Unfollow people. If, if, if you want to unfollow my content, please do that. You should. Protect your psyche. I, I honestly think, you know what? That's a good goal. As you're, as you're making your goals, one of your goals should be to mute more people. If it's junk food content, get it out of here. Mute and unfollow any content that isn't helping you get to where you want to be. <laughs> Whether that's their tone, their outlook, the, the messaging, the topics, like whatever. 98% of it is junk food. <laughs> fi fi find your 5 to 10 accounts that you want to just, you want these things to be your biggest inspirations over the next 90 days, 6 months. And just go all in on them. It, it actually, the less you follow, the more you'll be able to actually put into action the principles that they're talking about anyways. There's kind of too much content coming to us nowadays. It's impossible to put all of that in action at the same time. So follow a couple people, follow the principles that work for them, and then ask yourself, how can I implement these into my day-to-day -day activities to help me get me closer to my goals? Thank you for listening to Creators Are Brands. I am Tom Boyd. I have a great time recording these shows. I appreciate you for listening. Have fun putting these goals together and have a beautiful, inspired day. Put the camera on your face. Stop playing. Stop playing.